This is the Intentional Disruption Podcast. I'm your host, Mike Demo. Today I want to talk a little social media. It's been in the news recently with some attempted acquisitions, and there's been a few different documentaries about how it works and what it does, but I specifically want to talk about social media from the business owner standpoint and why I'm muting most of my social media channels. So going to be a relatively quick episode, but hopefully you find a ton of value uh, behind the reasoning that I have. So in the virtual world, it's not surprising that we really do need to have a presence on social media. And it's something that I've personally struggled with and from a couple different ways. So I've got a lot of very, very good information. But just like every single one of you, when you look at a Grant Cardone or somebody that has you know, significant money behind their social media channels. I look at the production quality and all that stuff and say, well, I, I just don't have the time, energy, resources to do something like that. Granted, none of that crap really matters, but we're all humans and we all we'll look at that kind of stuff. So I got myself past that point and I'm good with not necessarily having, you know, a $50,000 piece of collateral as the backdrop for all my social media posts. Like it's cool, but that's not even the point behind this episode. I just wanted to make sure that I wasn't the only person out there that felt like their collateral you know, could use some work, but also then realizing that it doesn't need to. And that's going to be the part that I wrap this episode up in is it really doesn't matter because the people you're going to attract are going to be the ones that energetically align with you, whether or not you spend $50,000 on social media tech. But that law of attraction piece is the reason I wanted to do this podcast. You see, at the beginning of the uh, pandemic, my wife and I had moved to a new town. And it's in a very upscale town in Connecticut. Some of you might know a little bit about what that entails, but... Don't know anything about the town, really, um, outside of the British marched through to burn down my hometown. Really geeky American history alert there for the people in the back. But it's a very nice town. It's just, well, I don't know a nice way to put it, but... 
there's a lot of issues that we have in this country and a lot of them come from people that haven't faced real adversity, which means that everything's a catastrophe because they need to feel that relevance. And it's a lot of the folks like that, that in my opinion are causing a lot of the issues that we're having because they don't have a true sense of self insofar as they've gone through a struggle and overcome and they feel guilt. And because they feel guilt, they feel the need to externally display signs of contrition, anger, I'm trying to find a really nice way to talk about a certain subsect of society that isn't necessarily based in the reality of the real world. So if you've been around for quite some time, you know me well enough, maybe I should just say it. There's a section of people... And a lot of them are middle-aged and younger, middle to upper class, white women. And it's weird for me to break it down that specifically, but this is what I'm seeing inside of my hometown's page. So that was a very awkward two-minute way for me to say that uh, some of these people are just not based in reality. They catastrophize and cause trouble. But why do we give a damn about that, Mike? That's that's the real question, you know, almost seven minutes into this tirade. We care because... There's energy in the world, and what I'm noticing is the negative energy that comes from these angry people that are always complaining about things that, God bless it, it just doesn't matter. It really takes a toll on my mentality, and I realized this morning that I need to turn that crap off. <clears throat> now, the reason that I joined that page is I am in a very wealthy town and a lot of the people on these pages are business owners, which is my target demographic. So it makes sense to have a exposure there. But it's not worth it to me if I keep reading the comments. And actually reading what's going on on the page, which then means there's no reason to be on the page. In this case, pages, because there's actually two of them, scarily enough. <clears throat> so, this is the flummoxing situation that a lot of people face is the people that are in your target demographic, you want to find them on social media. 
And if you're trying to make a local impact, unfortunately you have to deal with the people that live around you. And seeing as how I lost the conversation with my wife about getting out of Connecticut and going to a more free state, I'm stuck living around the people that I live around. I can't change that. Um, Wish I could. Yeah, wish I could go to somewhere, let's say a little bit further south, maybe a little bit different from a leadership standpoint. So if I know I can't change that variable, and I'm going to be stuck here for a while, I need to find ways to be able to engage and find my target clients. And the town pages are normally very good for that. But with all of the drama that the towns have about things that truly don't matter in the grand scheme of things, I need to find other avenues to impact my target demographic. And in your case, that might be a little bit easier because my target demographic is business owners, uh, small business owners between $1 and $3 million in top-line revenue, Profiting at least $200,000 a year, ideally in a trades-based situation, whether it's an electrician, a doctor, name a thing in that realm. So my niche is other business owners. Yours might not be. And these pages become even more practicable for you when that's the case. In my situation, it seems like it's not. But coming back to the energy behind your engagements on social media, if it's not a net positive to you, it's holding you back. And that's why I just muted those pages. I don't want a notification. I don't want a push notification especially. I don't want anything. I'll come back and look at it someday, maybe. Or if I were to be smart about it, And this is something that I would recommend for the messages that are just getting the message out to certain groups that you might be a part of. Send it and forget it. Yeah, it's funny that 40 years into this adventure, nothing changes unless you realize, like, the way that we're built... (coughs) Especially when we see, just be frank, call it, we see the dumb comments. We see the lack of perspective and the catastrophizing. But why do we care? To hell with those people. I mean, outside of the fact that they get an equal vote, what does their opinion matter to you? doesn't I'm trying really hard to keep this to be a non explicit episode I've come close a couple times and you know thankfully the peaceful birds outside which I don't know if you can actually hear but I've been leaving the window open in case you can you know helps me restore the chi so what are you going to do We need to be on social media, many of us, to 
make the impact that we need to to get the outreach that we need to but it's a scummy place to be in most cases with everything going on with the acquisition of twitter you might not even be talking to real people and the people that you do talk to that are real at least half of them you don't actually want to talk to and that's on a good day but what can you do to be successful First things first, be authentic. And that did lead me a little bit down this rabbit hole of engagement inside of those groups, but you can put out your message without paying attention to much of what everybody else is saying. So get out your genuine, authentic message. Engage with the people that you want to engage with. And remove the toxicity and the notifications from your life. That's another one of the keys. I was listening back to my mentor Ryan Adele's podcast, 15 Minutes to Freedom. And that's one of the things that he mentioned is he has all the notifications on his phone turned off. He actually has the email client removed from his phone, which... Must make two-factor authentication a peach, but you know he's doing infinitely more business than anyone. We're going to be listening to this podcast, so let's not throw shade his way. But what can you do to simplify and streamline your digital outreach? The notifications, for the most part, are just going to hold you back, and they don't matter. You know, you can set it so that they're just. Resp- you can see the responses back to you, potentially if you care, depends. But I'd argue that only you going on there for the things that you need, you know, creating value, presenting information um, on LinkedIn, prospecting, connecting, uh, very important. Those are the important things. Providing the value that your target demographic is going to need. And honestly, forget the rest. We don't need the toxicity. We don't need the drama. You know, I'm always amazed that reality TV is such a popular genre for people. Because if you turned off the TV and looked around, that is reality. You don't need a TV for it. Like all this artificial drama and everything else. I don't know where the need comes in to be connected to other people's BS. But there's not really much of a difference between the crap shows on TV and social media. You know, they're self-licking ice cream cones as far as other people's drama goes. And as a business owner, you, you don't have time for that. If you've got time for that, give me a call. Because I'll be able to make you a lot more money in the next six months than you made in the last six months. Because there's obviously a time opportunity available to you. But 15-minute podcast, I appreciate your time. Feel free to reach out to me, um, michaeldemo.com. I appreciate your time.